At Planet Fitness, you can get down with your judgment-free self. Join for only $1 down, $10 a month, no commitment. Now through January 15th, Planet Fitness has cardio, weights, and locker rooms that sparkle like a glass of New Year's champagne. Only $1 down, $10 a month, no commitment. Now through January 15th, join in-club or online at PlanetFitness.com. Planet Fitness, the judgment-free zone. Offer expires January 15th. Stop by any of our 15 area locations. Annual membership fee applies. Participating locations only. See club for details. Blog Talk Radio. This is Entertainment Life on the Sasha Marina Show, a show about the entertainment and music industry, where you get to hear from the top and up-and-coming stars, from amateurs to professionals. They're all just working hard for success. This show is to give those the opportunity to speak about their talents and what they're doing to succeed in their dreams. And now, here's your host, Sasha Marina. Hello, 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 everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm your host, Sasha Marina, and you're tuned into the Sasha Marina Show. So today I have uh, three special guests, one that goes by the name of Adeline, Anna, and Darren Kendrick, which is the cast member of the musical, Jeremy Lynn, the musical. Um, hi, Adeline. You're live on air. Thank you so much for making it today and for talking to us. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much. Uh, we're waiting for Anna still to call in. But in the meantime, okay. we're, yeah. let's talk about um, just Jerry Melinda musical. I want you to go okay. back and pretty much just talk about why Jerry Melinda musical. Okay. Uh, Jeremy Lynn, the musical sort of came up um, basically because Aiden, Anna, and I um, wanted to write a piece of original theater. And when we were sort of thinking about storylines and subjects and uh, a good story, um, at that particular time, which was uh, basically the early part of 2012, um, obviously there was this Lynn Sandy movement that was happening because Jeremy Lynn you know, came onto the world stage and just wowed us with his amazing skills and took the Knicks to a level they haven't been in in, in a number of years. And um, he's Asian American. And the three of us um, being Asian American actors, we thought, what a great idea to write a show um, about, you know, what is the backstory? You know, like we knew all of this um, very, very quickly, this individual was put into the spotlight, but we didn't really know who he was and who he was prior to this, you know, amazing um, time that was happening for him. So we wanted to write a funny show, a comedic show, a very, you know, positive show about, about who is this guy answering the question, who is Jeremy Lin and, you know, what is his backstory? Um, And obviously we wanted to, um, you know, celebrate somebody that was doing great things in the world and also, especially in the Asian American community. Definitely. So you guys, not only did you name it Jeremy in the musical, but there's also the backstory, the unauthorized journey. Uh, Anna, would you like to, uh, you know, elaborate on that? Well, um, like I said before, I, I, I think what I like, the best way to describe our show is um, it's a very campy, over-the-top musical, um, very similar to Forbidden Broadway and Book of Mormon, where there is this sense of like, oh, this is really funny, but it's also a story with a lot of heart. It's about the guy who is the underdog, who you don't think is going to win at the end. And I think, I think that's actually why we 
have had such a great response for the show. It, you know, it's not just that it's funny and oh ha ha, like he went through all this stuff and you know let's cut him down and he wins at the end. But you know, it's really about that unsung hero. It's like every great Hollywood movie, you know, where the hero wins in the end, and um, it's just a great freaking story. Tell me about from when you wrote the the plays um, some years ago until now. What what have been the changes and things that you've incorporated or probably taken out uh, that you feel have made your musical your work overall that much better? Uh, well, really, um, from the beginning, um, after the the first production that we had at the Zephyr Theater, we took the show to San Francisco and we workshopped it. So we gave every audience member the opportunity to give us written feedback on what they liked about the show, what they didn't like about the show, what they wanted to see more of, and ultimately what they, you know, if they could, omit from the show. So um, basically, you know, there isn't one particular thing that sort of stood out or one particular theme that, you know, we, we had and we omitted. We just basically took from from everything and decided, you know, from the feedback we received, what seemed to drive the story and make it more effective and make it more funny and also really stick with the theme um, of, you know, the underdog can win and win big uh, in the end and take all of that, all that we got back from the feedback we had in San Francisco and then use that to um, basically tweak it to the show that we um, we, we have now. That said, um, you know, we did take it to UCB, to the Upright Citizens Brigade, and we pared it down to a 30-minute version. Um, mm-hmm. And also, after that performance, made some more additional tweaks to the book and to the music. So we're always, even at this point, um, we're always expanding on deepening the story, fleshing it out more, and um, making making changes to the music in order to tell the most effective story. And it's certainly been a collaborative process. I mean, uh, you know, outside of Aiden, Edelin, and I writing the initial, you know, book and story, our actors, including Darren, are great improv actors. You know, we have been finding things in our rehearsals and, you know, even on stage, even when we have shows, things will come up that we're like, oh, my God. Like, you know, we and we have so been blessed with, a cast. Initially, it started in LA, and then we had a, some fill-ins in San Francisco who were amazing, and then brought it back to LA. And a couple actors have come in and out, and we've been super and incredibly lucky with the um, pools of talent that we found. And uh, but we're also constantly making discoveries in our rehearsals and in rewriting things, simply because we have great actors. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just I, I was going to go to that. Uh, how did you guys go about the process of you know choosing your actors? Um, did you obviously you're satisfied with the group of people you have? You know, by the words you've just shared. But um, did it take longer than usual to get team for your play, or did you guys like just find the people like as expected? How, how was your process as you know for casting your? Well, well, what's funny about this is, oh, go ahead. Oh, I, I just wanted to say it's actually funny because you could literally throw a penny, Sasha, and you know find an actor mm-hmm. in LA. Mm-hmm. But to find mm-hmm. actors that actually do musical theater, like that, yeah. is not as easy. You know, if you're in New York, it's, you could throw a penny and find an actor that does musical theater. So it actually was a little bit challenging at first. You know, finding actors that really could one act and well one sing and two act. You know, so. 
Um, but luckily enough, you know, we all, actually Darren, Edelin, and I all met in New York, and a lot of the pool of actors I know out here are New York-trained act, actors and or, and or musical theater actors. So we've been lucky enough to be surrounded in, in a small circle of people who know other people, who know other people, who actually do do musical theater and who are really great. Um, and so the casting process has initially been, you know, kind of, what they joke, people jokingly refer to is all about who you know. Mhm. Okay. You know, um, I, I hear that a lot too. Obviously, just being in the business, and at the end of the day, guys, I feel like it really is just who you know. Because even being, uh, even being a casting director, um, you you have uh, problems finding people because it's not on, it's not what the casting director might want, but it's also what what you might want. You know, you the client and stuff like that, and it's just so hard to find the right talent. Um, that being said, let's talk to uh, Kendrick. Is Kendrick still on the line? Yep. Darren? Okay, Darren, how are you? Good. Thank you. Okay. All right. So uh, let's, we, we've spoken about the actors, and we're going to just, you know, all referring to you now. Uh, tell me about your experience um, in this project. Well, this is a whole new interview. Um, like Anna said, um, we met back in New York, and she uh, asked me if I wanted to do the project, uh, get involved with it, and I actually fell in love with it. Thought it was going to be a lot of fun, especially being, you know, a lot of improv stuff can come out of it. And um, yeah, so I, in the show, I uh, I play the party pooper, <laughs> the one, the one who uh, you know kind of knocks down everything uh, with Jeremy trying to move forward in his life, his career as a basketball player, that he will never make it um, at, because he's Asian. So I'm that guy who's always just knocking him down. Okay, put, okay. Know, do, do any of the uh, two lady writers want to elaborate on more on his character? Uh, well, I definitely think Darren's character represents, um, you know, the system, basically. Um, so, yes, he's playing specific characters, but um, Darren basically, you know, he, he's the system that, of which, you know, Jeremy has to, you know, those obstacles he needs to surmount. It's a system that, that discriminates based on race. It's the system that di- discriminates based on, you know, just the pure judging a book by its cover and preconceived notions. Um, and basically that is, you know, for Jeremy, from what, you know, our research has, has told us, that is a huge part of why, you know, Jeremy took so long to basically get to the point um, where we actually, you know, get to, get to you know, uh, meet him during the Linsanity movement because, you know, being Asian in the NBA is a rarity. And, you know, many people, despite his skill being on par uh, with so many uh, NBA superstars, he was kept on the bench for years, you know, even when he, you know, there was very, very little recognition when he was with the Golden State Warriors. And cer- certainly, you know, having him be on the Golden State Warriors, you heard very little about him. And you have to assume a lot of that was because he was, he was Asian American. So um, Darren's character basically, every time he comes back in and out of the story, is just is a reintroduction of, you know, the obstacle that just keeps coming up and keeps coming up, despite, the, despite Jeremy having the skill to be a professional basketball player. I, I like to call Darren's character as the, as the coach and uh, the NBA executive as, like, the character you love to hate. You know, that character in a movie or a, or mm-hmm. a theater or whatever. You're just, 
you hate them so much, but you kind of love to hate them. They're just like so like, oh, you know, they just get to you. But, you know, his because he essentially is the opposite of Jeremy, um, he's such an important role. I mean, he's, he's the, he represents, as Evelyn said, the system, something bigger than ourselves and um, the person who doesn't come out in the end because Jeremy does. Okay. Uh, did you, Darren, uh, this is for you, did you ever, what, were your, what was your preparation for this role? As, was this role and any done before or the fact that it was comedic, that you felt that it came naturally? You know, as an actor, how did you feel with this role and actually embodying it and, and presenting it on stage? Um, was it challenging? No, it's always fun to be mean. <laughs> um, no, like, just, I don't know, I just uh, jumped into the role and we had fun with it. I mean, the, the, having fun with our characters is what makes it so great. That's why, like Anna was saying, we love to hate him. But, you know, it's, it's, uh, it was easy. You know, it was great. I was working with a bunch of amazing actors and we were all having fun doing it. Um, compared to any other roles, no. There's not that I could think of off the top of my head. This is just a, a fun a fun piece to work with. I think all of our characters are have very specific points of view. Um, you know, and I think as an actor when you are able to find that when you're able and especially with a show like ours where it is incredibly extreme, you know, it's like Again, like Book of Mormon, like he's out there to, to save people and bring them back to Christianity. Like Darren's character is there to cut him down and be racist and over the top. And my character is in love with Jeremy and she's there to support him. And Edelyn's character is there to, to blow him off because she's like the bitchy girl who you don't want him with. I mean, the characters are so incredibly specific that I think like once we were able to really discover their points of view, uh, then we were just allowed. And, and we, I think as a cast, you know, we're constantly finding new things and developing the script with each other. Um, you know, we're able to make new discoveries once we really solidly know who our characters were. Um, and we're still constantly making those discoveries. You know, you can make them every rehearsal, every performance. Okay. Um, so the reason that I, why I asked that was because I wanted to know you, you as, you know, as an actor, because you know some people tend to do more of the same roles or, or so forth. But like you guys mentioned, you guys pretty much your idea behind this whole thing was you wanted musical actors, and what you really wanted was a musical. You had no intention of make, making this a dramatic piece or anything like that. This is this. I mean, what it sounds to me, I haven't seen it at all, but it just seems like a family-friendly, enjoyable piece that people can go and have a couple laughs about reality. <laughs> so definitely, I, I, I like that whole idea. Did, yeah, did you guys? I, I, uh-huh, go ahead. A, you know, I'm a New York-based trained actor, so I have not done theater in a long time. And when they mm-hmm. asked me to do it, I was, you know, excited to go back to my roots of starting all theater and musical theater in uh, New York because most of the stuff I do out here is television and film. So yeah. I've been having a blast with it. You know, it's just, it, it, it was an honor to get back in doing this when they asked me to do it. So and we're just always having fun with it. So, yeah, being, yeah. 
so uh, I hear this a lot too. You just mentioned something very crucial as an uh, as an actor. People, no matter how much they do in TV and film, and they feel that TV and film is a lot easier than theater and, and learning the whole script and everybody's lines, you know. <laughs> Uh, you 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 just said that you still feel like it's just so much fun, and it. You, what is the difference? What do you feel as an actor from being in front of the cameras to being on stage? Well, being in front of the camera is also a lot of fun. <laughs> I mean, you, we can always have fun doing this stuff, but it's just the excitement and the the energy and having an audience live uh, most of the time um, for theater is. I mean, you can't beat it. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just exciting, and it's it's more alive than by being behind the camera and all that stuff, even though it is alive, but it's not alive, <laughs> if that makes okay. sense. Okay. Adeline and Anna, how did you guys go about the process of actually, you know, I guess directing this play? Well, actually, that's actually what I was going to sort of to elaborate on what Darren was saying. Um, in terms of our play, you know, given the fact that it is our piece, you know, like sort of we have, we, we, um, we're all very uh, experienced and trained uh, actors, in, in, certainly in theater, because that's, that's uh, our roots and our, and our training. Um, in our, in our situation, basically, uh, we have just relied on each other's expertise and, and each other's um, skill, basically, you know. And uh, one of the most amazing things about this has been that, you know, every single of one of our cast members brings in a very, very unique um, craft and a very unique set of skills. And um, basically, that allows us to just play. And within, you know, knowing that, you know, nobody's green, nobody's coming in, not knowing, you know, their left elbow from their right, it, it's an awesome process. Rehearsals are so much fun. And so, you know, not, it's basically just knowing that you're working with people that are on your level, that are inspiring people, inspiring to work with, inspiring to learn from in the same, at the same time, you know, really... I don't want to say that, you know, yes, of course, there have been times where, where we've had a director come in and, and um, somebody give us uh, an eye that in, we can sort of uh, craft our, our show. But there's something to be said about just going, you know, hey, this is a collaborative process. Everybody here is a professional, and everybody here is really talented. So if we take that and we go with it and we try to, you know, use everybody in the best way possible, then I think we're going to have a pretty fantastic show, which has kind of been our process thus far. Okay. So in other words, you guys all pitched in for this production with your talents, and, you know, not necessarily – I know that you guys are still doing Indiegogo for, you know, for production costs and so forth. Um, How are you guys doing with that? Are you guys – are you guys receiving the support that you're – that you're looking for for this project, or – you know, are you guys still pushing? Because I know that always seems to be the, the problem for every artist. Yes. I mean, certainly we have received some support. Uh, we're not quite near our goal yet, um, but, you know, the support we have received has been wonderful. And every single person that has donated, we are so, so very thankful. So thank you very much to the people that have already donated. But certainly, yes, the campaign still continues. We have just uh, just about two weeks, maybe just a little less than two weeks left on it. So, 
Um, if anyone is listening and wants to support original theater, has any interest in Jeremy Lin, and wants to see a really funny, fantastic show about him, please go to Indiegogo and in the search bar put in Jeremy Lin the Musical. And uh, we have shot a fantastic uh, three-minute uh, music video, which will show you, you know, give you a little bit of, of a snippet of what to expect um, for, for, uh, from, the, from the show, and also give a very detailed um, description of our history and what we in- intend to do with the money we receive. Is, what else can we expect from this musical in these um, upcoming months? Bigger cast. Yeah, bigger cast, bigger lights, yeah. bigger names, Sasha. <laughs> well, you know, that's okay. all pretty, pretty conducive to like us actually receiving the funding that we're looking for. Um, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we've been at this, again, wonderful black box stage, black box theater space stage with this show. And people have really surprisingly wanted, and I don't know why it's so surprising, because every time we do it, it's, like, so incredible. You know, the response is always incredible. And, but I guess it's always kind of a surprise that, like, oh, we wrote this, and people are really enjoying it, and, you know, they're laughing their butts off, and they're also crying, and, it's, you know, it's a really fun experience for the, for the audience. Um, but anyway, so we're at this beautiful black box level, and we really are looking with Indiegogo and with um, whatever additional funding we may receive, uh, looking to take it to the next level. Um, you know, oftentimes with shows, uh, people out there that know about crowdfunding and putting a project together, it, it sometimes takes years for theater um, and films or whatever to get to the that ending place. So, you know, who knows? We may end up taking it... You know, we may, we've been asked pretty much, I think, since the beginning, the get-go of our show, we've been asked to do it at different theaters and different places. And, but right now, we're really looking forward to receiving um, a lot more funding in order to take it to the next level. Okay. So, in other words, you guys just want the next level for this production. I mean, and I don't see why not. You've been working on this so hard for these past couple of years that, you want to take it to, to the best that it can be. Um, so at the moment, you guys are really just looking for, for that support, for that financial support so you can take it to where you want to take it, right? Correct. Okay. So, um, if, you know, if, if it's not so much math from everybody, even those that may be tuned in listening, uh, maybe supporters of, of, of this musical, supporters of Anna, Adeline, Aiden, and, or Darren, you know, that really want to see this, just, I mean, I really think anything can help, right? Even as short as a dollar to five bucks, anything will really help for you guys in this Indiegogo campaign. That being said, um, where can they find you guys? I know, Anna, your website is AnnaParsons.com. AnnaParsons.com. Okay, Edelyn? Uh, I also have a website, EdelynOcano.com. Uh, but you can certainly also you'll find links uh, on that on my site. You'll also find links on um, Facebook. And I'm sure mm-hmm. everybody out there has a Facebook or should have a Facebook. And if they don't, get on Facebook. <laughs> um, but yeah. get on Facebook and um, look up uh, Jeremy Lin the musical. You'll see um, a lot of you know a little bit more about our history, past production photos, and certainly a link to the Indiegogo site there as well. And then um, or you can just go straight to Indiegogo. Indiegogo.com and then like in the search bar, like I said, put in Jeremy Lynn the musical and you'll be directed to our page where, um, you know, you'll see all of the goodies and see where you can, um, where, where and how you can donate. 
So, you know, okay. as little as a dollar, as much as possible, we would greatly appreciate it. And if you, if, you know, if certainly if um, you don't want to donate monetarily, just, you know, please um, share the word and pass on our link to our page to people that you um, might know would be interested and we would be greatly thankful. Yeah, just, you know, look, look it up, find us on Facebook, Indiegogo, and um, rich people. Please, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Darren's like, rich people. I, I'm assuming Darren Kendrick is DarrenKendrick.com. Is that, a, is that correct, Darren? Okay, good. Or, a, or our Twitter. Or Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, we're, okay. we're all over the blogosphere. That's, I mean, that's the only way to do it right now. I don't think mm-hmm. the the water mouth counts as much anymore. Even though it it does in some cases, that definitely being socially networkly active works a lot. Uh, Darren, before before we go, I, I want one last question for you as an actor. Um, I know that you ladies are actresses too, but I um, well, I guess this question can go to all of you guys. What uh, what word of advice? Do you have for people that are striving in this um, in this industry? It can be like you, ladies, writers, um, and actresses, and and you, Darren, be, being an actor, you know, so from theater to film to TV. What is your one word or, or phrase of support? Take fountain, darling. Take fountain. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is that is. Betty Davis from the Johnny Carson show, when Johnny Carson asked that question, she said, take fountain, which is a road in, which is a road in Hollywood to get you all the way through Hollywood really quickly. <laughs> she said, take fountain, darling, take fountain. <laughs> um, go ahead, guys. I mean. Uh, word of advice. I mean, I kind of feel like in some way our show is uh, – in in some parallel universe, uh, um, a representation of all of us as actors and collaborators, you know, it's like he was, especially obviously being an Asian-American actress, and Hapa, um, you know, you have to really break down some walls and you have to really fight the good fight. So my word of advice is just believe in yourself, continue doing the work, and, you know, yeah, stay in class. Um, and that, you know, if you just keep doing the work and you keep doing it and you keep doing it, eventually things will, will happen. So, and, and in a lot of ways you have to do it all for the right reasons, you know what I mean? So I think when you have this love for acting and a love for writing or artists or actors or whatever, you're, you are in it for the right reasons, but, um, just never give up, you know, because it's, it really is just about, uh, your number. Okay. To add to that, I just want to say I completely concur with everything that Anna says. Absolutely. And to add to that and basically, you know, to support what we're doing, I think it's so important that, you know, if you plan to get into this business and you want to really have a rich experience and, you know, and a, and a great ride is to create. Create your own work. Create your own content. Create the stuff you want to be cast in and write it and cast yourself in it and make it. And just, you know, don't give a you-know-what about what anyone has to say about it. You know, if you've got something to say, if you've got a story you want to make, if you want a webisode, if you want to write something, do it. Do it and Mm -hmm. just put it out there because, you know, 
nobody is handing out roles for free. I mean, if they are, they're not doing it, you know, they're doing it to Brad Pitt. But, you know, you know, until you get to be Brad Pitt, then create. Like, and even Brad Pitt is creating his own stuff. You know, he has own, his own production company. So it's just, it's just about, you know, it, it's about giving out into the universe what you want to get back. So create your own work, write your own stuff, believe in your talent, and keep going. So definitely, just just work on what you know and what you love, because I feel like only very few people are blessed to be born into the industry, and even then, they kind of have to work at it. Uh, a perfect example of that is like uh, Will Smith's son, and th- this kid is good. Like, um, I, you know, the Pursuit of Happiness, the movies. Uh, are you guys familiar with what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. like he's he's good. He has he has something that he's not all quite there, and he can be Jada Pinkett's son, and he can be Will Smith's son, but it doesn't mean that he's he's all for it, you know? So right. um, only a few people, you know, they're, they're blessed, and then they fall out of the sky. It may seem like it falls out of the sky, and it never really does, but, but yeah, really work for it. And um, Darren, I, I thought your joke was very funny, but that's not that idea that I want to take across to other people. <laughs> so if you want to, guys, just fight for it. Uh, thank you so much, guys, for your time today. I know it took a little longer than usual, but um, I appreciate it. And I uh, just wish you continued luck and success with this production, okay? Thanks, Sasha. Thanks thank for you, having Sasha. us. Thank you, Sasha. All right, guys. You have a great rest of the day. Bye-bye. You too. Bye. Bye. Take a single moment, feel it, then it slips away, away. Come into the moment, tell me that you wish to stay, stay. I've been traveling for some time, looking for your At Planet Fitness, you can get down with your judgment-free self. Join for only $1 down, $10 a month, no commitment. Now through January 15th, Planet Fitness has cardio, weights, and locker rooms that sparkle like a glass of New Year's champagne. Only $1 down, $10 a month, no commitment. Now through January 15th, join in-club or online at PlanetFitness.com. Planet Fitness, the judgment-free zone. Offer expires January 15th. Stop by any of our 15 area locations. Annual membership fee applies. Participating locations only. See club for details. At Planet Fitness, you can get down with your judgment-free self. Join for only $1 down, $10 a month, no commitment. Now through January 15th, Planet Fitness has cardio, weights, and locker rooms that sparkle like a glass of New Year's champagne. Only $1 down, $10 a month, no commitment. Now through January 15th, join in-club or online at PlanetFitness.com. Planet Fitness, the judgment-free zone. Offer expires January 15th. Stop by any of our 15 area locations. Annual membership fee applies. Participating locations only. See club for details.